0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to this Lacosa Nostra radio production. Lacosa Nostra is a family unit located on AllPoetry.com. AllPoetry.com, the world's largest poetry community. We want to thank Kevin and the crew for giving us a place to call home and hang our hats. The content and opinions of the people, the callers, and the hosts do not necessarily reflect the beliefs and opinions of lacosum Nostra ownership and management enjoy this lacosa Nostra programming Good morning, good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. wherever you are around the world, we appreciate it, and we appreciate you heard and over um 90 nations around the world, and I uh, just need to make sure um, my audio sounds good because I heard it just fine. Uh, let me double check. Everybody, welcome to our house. Uh, Raz, Hello. is everything, sound, uh, is is doing, everything sound
2: okay?
3: At our house, well, well, yeah, everything's the- okay over here. What about for you?
1: Yeah, it um sounds good. I'm um I'm getting uh, messages that it didn't.
3: Is there a bit of a keyless heel with a stand?
1: I don't know. I don't know. But uh that that audio sounded awesome to me. It was uh Boo Avenue of Broken Dreams by Green Day. And um I am kind of excited to see what's going to happen today. I got a lot of audios for us today, which is nice. Sit back, relax a little bit. Um, and of course, we'll have your moment with Lawrence. I know you like <laughs> your intimate moment with Lawrence. But uh, we got a yeah, lot of... You guys of cool. all
3: pre-planned now that we're part of the script.
1: Ah, no kidding, no kidding. All right. Yeah, the um what I wanna do first of all is um plug Friday. Boo and uh Rob are going to um, have their makeup show from last Friday. And they're gonna they uh, want some um poems with uh, or songs. Um, with, um, about songs, about songs, about your favorite songs, about what you can do here and there and how much you enjoy them and everything like that. You know, it's like if you can write a song, write a song. If you can't, that's fine also. And then, um, on, uh, Saturday, and that's at nine o'clock
3: Eastern Friday. Go ahead. Chip the cover where the music all over you
1: there you go there you go and and, uh, and September 4th Saturday it's uh, seduction sultry and Romantic seductive sultry all right uh it's um a little bit of uh uh, the Haas of Seduction with Madam Brandy. Brandy is returning back. Uh, we're glad to see her getting better, and just wish her the continued healing. Um, for some people who don't know, she did have a couple strokes, and which is nice that she's able to come back. And this time, we're going to discuss sex, seduction, and sultry on her show, which should be just. <laughs> It should be interesting, that is for sure. And that's at 10 o'clock Eastern on Saturday. And then uh, Sunday we have uh, Open Poetry with Boo and Jay. Uh, something no one wants to miss. Everybody enjoys. Uh, that's at 9 o'clock Eastern. Bring anything you want. And today we're going to yeah, sit back relax.
3: If you're listening, What's it's the only time to call. We all know that. <laughs> and Jay... <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's some people that that is the only time they <coughs> Excuse me. Well, I think what we're going to do is start it out with a audio today. And let me see what audio I want to start it out with. I'm going to start an audio out with uh, Phil the Poet here. Let me find his uh, audio file. There it is. And... Uh, We'll let Phil take it away and uh, entertain
3: us.
4: This is a poem by Phil the poet called Copper Skies Over Poetic Wasteland. Copper skies over poetic wasteland turns to brass. Inspired words form dry cracks in a papyrus skin. Nonchalant ink. Flickering wannabes muddying the landscape with unpleasant words of meaningless hurt. The tumbleweed of forgotten stanzas lies abandoned. A desolate tree scarred by a poet's desperate words, washed away by the arrogant drought of selfishness, lost forever neath the dust of a broken clay pot. Thirsty of filled skies caffeinated with sullen dreams. A writer's tongue clings to the roof of his mouth with nothing to say, just gargling a love song to the deserted melody that's playing inside his head. The brazen soil gets struck by God's golden rod, scatters the crows that have gathered at this funeral pyre. The dew of a breathless night gives life to a poet's corpse, revived, resurrected, Bring a written piece to life. Finally, the flowers start to blossom when ideas shine. Dirty, murky waters become fresh pools of inspiration when the clouds are dispersed by the brilliance of need. At last, the poet sings with a heart that will surely bleed. End poem.
1: Hello, hello. I uh, apologize to everyone. My phone—I got kicked off of Blog Talk there for a second. Is Everybody around? Raz?
3: Yeah, I'm right Uh-oh. here. I heard a little clicking noise. Hey, Boo. But I didn't associate that with you being off Blog Talk. Hey. Yeah. Oh, I booted, oh, as picture.
1: soon as you know what, I blame it on Boo because as soon as she dialed in, I got booted off. Thanks, Boo. <laughs> Not
5: <laughs> Blame it on me All right
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're the They're the cans um, I did not get to hear All of Phil's So I want to play Phil's again And hopefully I won't get kicked off uh, There's something funky Going on with the phone lines At Blog Talk You didn't hear the whole thing got those you?
3: suitcases Packed for the night It's Phil the poet
1: All right
4: let's play this one more time this is a poem by Phil the poet called copper skies over poetic wasteland copper skies over poetic wasteland turns to brass inspired words form dry cracks in a papyrus skin nonchalant ink flickering wannabes muddying the landscape with unpleasant words of meaningless hurt the tumbleweed of forgotten stanzas lies abandoned. A desolate tree scarred by a poet's desperate words, washed away by the arrogant drought of selfishness, lost forever neath the dust of a broken clay pot. Thirsty of filled skies caffeinated with sullen dreams. A writer's tongue clings to the roof of his mouth with nothing to say, just gargling a love song to the deserted melody That's playing inside his head. The brazen soil gets struck by God's golden rod. Scatters the crows that have gathered at this funeral pyre. The dew of a breathless night gives life to a poet's corpse. Revived, resurrected, bring a written piece to life. Finally, the flowers start to blossom when ideas shine. Dirty, murky waters become fresh pools of inspiration when the clouds are dispersed by the brilliance of need. At last, the poet sings with a heart that will surely bleed. and poem. Oh, that's good. Oh,
5: yeah,
1: that is really, really good. Um, I I love the overall feel of it. The way that he brought it forward is just absolutely brilliant. Um, Hold on. Let me get back to it for one second. Uh, Because I'm still doing work here. Um, How he describes the process of a poet here and what's within our minds and what goes all goes around. Uh, I I really believe, in my personal opinion, that poets <clears throat> almost have a higher um, – they have a different thought process. They see the world in a different way than, say, someone who doesn't write poetry, and I'm, I'm sorry to say it like that. I know there's a lot of people that enjoy poetry that don't write it. I hope that you guys understand that I don't mean anything derogatory about that, but – there, there's something about how a poet grabs a hold of emotion and doesn't let go. And I think that uh, he did an amazing job of portraying that and bringing that out. Um, Raz, what do you think about that one?
3: Yeah, what I perceive of the poem is it kind of parallels the T.S. Eliot's The Wasteland remodified and now you have all these longer social ecological and political problems that are plaguing the landscape until it's that near color of copper as if it's been artificially tinted by some kind of industrial or long-lasting pollution and the poet would even then have no other choice but to bring up the morale that what had been the basis of uh poem was, in fact, society or a greater connection of life, how you have that verse and what there is of his or her position to bring out what we can believe and understand of these abstract concepts of knowledge within the context of a metaphor, even in the
6: wasteland.
1: Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Boo, what do you think?
6: Was
5: this on the front page? It's not. It should be. <laughs> this is, I mean, I see it a little bit different. I sort of see, like, the struggle that you go through sometimes with society and with poetry and with writing and the whole, like, Writing process, what you go through, thirsty mocha filled skies, and then all the 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 title is an awesome copper skies in a poetic wasteland. I love that mocha filled skies caffeinated with Sullen dreams. I mean, what that was um, brazen soil gets struck by God's golden rod. The descriptions are amazing. I mean, this is worthy for sure. If not, I'm gonna nominate it. Amazing uh, metaphors, wording, everything, and his voice made it so much more intense. Great job, Phil.
1: Incredible, incredible comment.
3: Brawling yeah. dialects out of the dead land, mixing memory and desires, stirring door roots
2: mm-hmm. in
3: spring rain.
5: Yeah. Phenomenal. The, the whole thing, every single sentence. Yeah. This is it. very a great poem, Phil. Hey, man, he even gets better and better. No joke. He's already good. <laughs>
1: And next up, uh we're going to continue oh, with the uh with the u k audio roll here and put a little Rick H in, so
5: here we go me road Jay. you're killing me
7: A singular failure of insight written and read by Rick Howe It's in us to be the fractured grin in a broken mirror and to be the one who crafted that mirror, and to be the bloodied fist which smashed it.
1: Oh, man. Man, this is intense. Sometimes, I I, I remember when I was younger, and I would have fits where sometimes I would put my hand through a wall. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. so to 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 see something like this, I can understand uh where this would come from and uh you know sometimes life is uh it, it frustrates people it frustrates people to the point where an inanimate object uh is something that uh becomes a target of them, especially when it comes comes a mirror because they can see themselves in it, and if they don't really like what they see, it frustrates them, and it, it causes them pain and causes them hurt um, beyond anything of their own recognition, and I think that this is right here is a brilliant uh, way to put that. I want to welcome uh, uh, Blue to the show. Hello, Blue. How you doing, brother? Hi Blue.
8: I am I am very, very tired, but I'm doing okay. <laughs> okay.
1: Hi Blue. We'll get we to, club, we'll oh, get okay. your audio up here shortly. Um did you right. get to hear Rick's poem?
8: I actually read it, um I think I I can't remember when I read it. Um it's been so crazy. Um I read it in the last <laughs> six hours sometime and I actually commented on it. <laughs>
5: We don't even remember He's so swamped. <laughs>
8: but I can comment on it again. You want me to comment on it?
5: Yeah, sure. Hit us J- here, Blue. Jay's having phone troubles. Yep. Sounds good. We'll listen to you comment.
8: Yeah. Um. When I was when I was younger, I had a um terrible terrible angle problem, especially with self image and things like that. And I would actually go in and um put my fist through mirrors in the bathroom. Um, put my oh, really? fist through plexiglass. You know, do all that yeah. kind of stuff. So so I so I physically destroyed a lot of mirrors in a lot of public places just because of crazy stuff that I saw. My face
9: really?
8: that kind of stuff, because of how I looked. Yeah. Really? So so that's that was actually a real part of my life and then and then it got me into some deep trouble. And then I was in mm-hmm. then I was in anger management counseling that I was ordered by a judge to do for like four years. So
5: damn, four but, years, wow.
8: Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what? Yeah. I'm I'm gonna punch Blog Talk
1: right now for booting me off again. Uh, there is damn, something really. really, really, really funky going on because it says the, uh the caller that you have reached has uh, calling restrictions. We cannot uh, complete your uh, phone call as dialed Uh-oh. and it just boots me That's off and good. gives me that message. So I am now not a host, <laughs> so we don't have anybody on the host side. So I am winging it. And, uh, when, whenever we uh, close it out, we close it out. So I'm going to just live live it like this. Uh, Raz, what did you think? Of, what do you think what about? Rick's plague, phone? Uh-
3: yeah. Anger issues plague those with, uh, depression, OCD,
2: yeah.
3: oppositional defiant disorder, and uh, bipolar, intermittent explosive disorder, grief. Oh, that I looked it up real quickly. Who's likely to experience anger problems? They usually show these health <laughs> mentally, risk-wise. And mm-hmm. uh, what there is here. It's just a question possibly of even hormonal disbalance, how anyone finds themselves to be overly irritated to the point of violence without uh, being able to keep their temper. There are uh, biological reasons, and it's great of uh, Rick to mention how likely someone who can lose their edge for that brief second would break the mirror, just like he had uh, suggested in this poem. So that's real to life when you have someone who is going to go ahead and lose their temper.
1: Awesome comment. Boo, do you want to say anything more?
5: Uh, yeah, you're right about that. Guys. I was going to say blue. I just can't even imagine you angry punching things. So you've come a long way. Uh, Cause I'd never guessed that by your personality. Um, it's funny because at my, at my job, the people used to make fun of the intermittent explosive disorder. They used to be like, that's such a joke, and it's so hilarious. And, um, like, it's not funny because it's funny that they're irritable, they have loss of energy, they feel hopeless all the time, loss of self-harm and suicide ring high, depression is high, just like Raz said. It's not, it's not a joke. It's, not, oh, he's just pissed off. Not true. A lot of it's, um, you're born with it, but a lot of it is... Um, you can't help it, you know, they're restless, they can't focus, all of those things, um, and, and low self-esteem, especially with today's society, when all you had, all you can do is be prepared, everyone is quote-unquote perfect, and this is for women, so um, it's not a joke, it's very serious, and um, I'm glad that you touched on that too, Raz, because it's a big deal, great poem, Rick, and so short, but so powerful. I found you.
1: All right, and let's welcome to the show, Laughing Soul. Hello, Soul. How are you?
10: Hello. Good morning, guys. How are you all doing? Hi, Boo. How are you, my dear? How are you? How are you? Thanks for calling. I am okay. I don't know who else is there. So, hello, hello.
11: Oh, oh, we I
12: got
10: Raz. Yep, hey, that's Raz. Blue. Blue Hello, and Blue.
12: and think Blue. I
10: Raz, Raz, how are you? Hello, Blue. Hello, Okay, I think Adi commented for Rick on the board, so, <laughs> but yeah, I think there is some okay. disturbance in the blog radio today.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree, I agree, I agree. So what we're going to do right now Since he is a little tired We're going to put Blue's poem up next So you can drop out uh, Kind of any time you want after that Blue But uh, let's okay. go ahead and uh, Put put your poem up And I will play the audio
8: Okay thanks Prelude Crystal Melodies, exercises, tenements, trims, frosted, untarnished lessons, photons in a cloudless autumn sky, pain in the particles swaying, upon pigments, but elements, a hue of a robin's egg, broken, being built. Chapter One. Moonlight. Through a window strikes Peaking Wavering A melancholy tone Between portals The keys wild Celestially Truthful Tuneful throat The song Seraphysically Salutes the suns Crave passion Full in flood Eye of violets breathe Circling Wreath Personality, searching, ever closer, porcelain and ebony and grain stars, breathing their notes, leave strings upon old stars' waltz, winds, drum strands on her shoulders, a silver chain of sound, links without a break, dearest shout to the music as whistle drops white sundress distracted sharply etched afternoon fatigues she breathed crisp ancient light's art nature's harmony hums laid illuminating rush of her fingers stroking worn dusty ivory keys my darling a murmur rises and begins Slow light from darkness melody, heavy notes encapsulate out keys, fingers hands play chords, forgotten, pressed gently, horizon reverberating rhythmically, candles burn wick, dripping wax, and tune melody. Pettles of Grass, Impatience for a Reality, Chapter 2. Silhouetted Chair, Picasso's Overture, Sadness, Haunting, Sick Synchronicity, and Sailing's Air, Velveteen Tunes, Shadow of a Whisper, White Rivers Float, Fleeting Out to Sea, Arpeggio, seagull's wings downstrung, tossing, vibrant veins, a written window, warps keys, silent, broken and bare, fingers to hands, teases weeds, nestled tips of lilacs, your heartbeat and body, tangled legs in rhythm, chapter three, chords, journals, awaiting patiently longing gently opening her lid welcomes the touch fingers eagerly brace emotions flow through her insides beauty unravels flying tender shadows familiar voice whispering reverberate recurrently captivating senses reminding me strengthening my chords move, composed haphazardly, wounded words, towards silence, exotic, ebony, chapter four, sobering, operatic, hush, alabaster interprets, alabaster interrupts arpeggio, I tap key, slowly, carefully, fingers waltz. Rhythm overflows, rumbling, resonating. Winter's chaste air breathes inspiration, self forgetfulness' song. Aloft maintains a golden dandelion drawn upon human stores. Picked against the bank, shades of dusk, flinted hooves of mahogany substance. Early summer evening, sift the sun, leap, deep, accord, brains reflex, fill, skies thrill, plains showerings. Chapter 5. Water dimples. Eddy overtures tide, wooing the zephyr leaves, aspens chattering net, myriad dews. Trembling, dropping, Argentine. The wedding song of children's poppy. Flushed white shivers, a valley's golden cup. A handmaid's ear-pressed, hurried notes run. Perennial, quavering, jet up the chord. Hills, meadow brooks of fallow brown. Dreams of labor, sap, the quickened veins. Wine overflows, water spirits chime. Wings, the spiral stair voice outlet. Sweet, silvery, sheer and lyrical. Intervaled, spreading wide. Inner springs linger, ringing, piercing fountains. otter air. Jet of earth's music mirth complete as trills repeat, chapter 6, expectations, mountain heights, in morning's prime, starry voice, ascending, spreads, human, soft trees, adjacent, balcony, reaches, its arms, fingers, wrinkled berries, ruffling serenity's ravagement, Silence nearer soars, extends world wings, spacious dome, lost on aerial bite. upon ebony's mirrored reflection, sings, in poem. Wow, what a
1: brilliant, brilliant poem that is! Uh, this is a dedication to Boo's dream of uh, that crystal piano in that picture. Uh, Boo Boo has a lot of dream pianos. So let's put it that way. I'm I'm, I'm going to say this is not your only dream piano, but this is one <laughs> of them. And um, She And and what I see in this is I see life. I see music. I see everything that Boo feels alive when she plays music. And um, that's what I see in here. Um, I see this as a, a dedication to not only that piano and the way Boo plays, but the life within her music. And I think that that is just an absolute fantastic way to portray this. Amazing job, Blue. Um, Let us uh, start with Raz. Raz, what do you think about that?
3: Yes, the backdrop type of harmonics going along with the poet's verse is very beat. You have him responding on point each time there's another set of chords going along with that steady progression. And so all of that merges into this thought or vision of who is who and where are their dreams leading past that point of ivory and the ebb. That's the outline of the sketch.
1: Excellent. Soul. what do you think about it?
10: Oh, this was breathtakingly beautiful. It was gorgeous. I, I mean, um, I wouldn't have uh, obviously understood, uh, you know, that it was a. Uh, I read the title, but I, you know, uh, couldn't. It was a, a tribute to her dream piano. I mean, she has spoken about her dream piano to me, and you know, even uh, uh, shown me the picture. But uh, I was completely lost in the flow of. Uh, you know, these uh, gorgeous verses that he has penned. it actually felt that, you know, I'm sitting in some, you know, a hall where I'm listening to that poetry, dim, dim, light, pure background music. The music obviously was, uh, uh, you know, uh, I knew it was uh, the boo playing, and uh, the language, the verbiage, the... uh, words that he had, uh, you know, uh, stringed together, they just flow flawlessly. You know? Now when I know it's about a piano, it all correlates and, you know, interrelates with uh, <laughs> the, what he actually was trying to uh, portray, you know. Otherwise, it's, it, it's like nature unveiling itself for me, you know, what I read of this poetry. It was... Um, It was like uh, seeing or watching different seasons all together in one form. And uh, probably it's the same thing what music does or what, uh, you know, uh, uh, the dream that uh, our beautiful boo has. It's going to come come true soon. You will make it, you know. You are are a a strong lady, and I'm sure you're going to, you know, uh, have your dream piano with you soon, someday, boo. My best wishes and, uh, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) and uh, uh, this this is so gorgeous. It was so heartwarming and beautiful. I'm sure you're in tears over there. (laughs) This is (laughs) really beautiful. (laughs) Very beautiful. I loved it. Yeah.
1: And let us continue on these uh, comments, and welcome to the show, Salwa.
2: Hello.
0: Hello. What's Hello, hello. You you are cutting off. In, is this <laughs> on oh? off. Uh, your uh, but... your voice
1: is breaking up a little bit. So.
0: Oh, love to I do. I, uh, I I'll have, disconnect um,
2: and reconnect.
0: Yeah. Okay. I uh, okay. I love this piece. Uh, I love this piece. Uh, first of all, I want to say something about Blue. He is an incredibly human being. He wrote so many um, tributes to everyone from his heart. You can see the sincerity, the beauty that he put there, the effort. It's incredible. I'm sure Blue is like in heaven for this piano and now I'm going to dream about it more because <laughs> he brought it <laughs> to life. <laughs> oh, and I agree with, um, with uh, Giantali about the season. I felt like to really going through every season and, and how the waters, because sometimes music fluid like water, um, it's, there's so many beautiful imagery that water dimples at the overture down tide, wooing different leaves. It's just incredible imagery. You must like music too, and people who love piano and music will definitely see the beauty. Where's this one? There's so many I can go on on forever. Um, it's just really beautiful tribute. Uh, what, a, what a beautiful piece.: I, I really that love one. it. Or the music, or the piano behind? Was, was it, was it Boo playing piano behind? <laughs> <just Yeah>. <laughs> and, all
1: right. And uh, before I get, yeah, no. before I get Boo's comment, let's welcome to the show Meta. Hello,
13: brother. Hey guys. Oh, oh, oh. How's it going? Oh, oh, oh. How
2: are you? <laughs> all right. Happy, Happy to, to see, see
13: you. Better. But all right. Hey, guys.
1: Um, first of all, I want to say Meta and Salwa, uh, I need your poems
0: in the topic.
4: Oh, oh, I didn't...
0: okay. You're gonna get it, I, thank you. Oh, I have, I have, I have to, I have to say something. i ended the show, but not okay. I will, I will put it. There. Okay, I'm sorry, my brain is everywhere. <laughs> and <Okay>. Boo,
1: <laughs> Boo, hold on. First, let's let's check to see if Soul connection is there. Uh, Gitanjali is your connection better. <laughs>
10: What was that? I'm like, Who's that? Was that? <laughs> Thank you. He's so very I liked it.
1: There you go. Your connection's a little better. And, Boo, you get the final say of that poem.
5: It's oh, so beautiful, Blue. And I can tell you were listening and we were having a conversation here. Didn't Because I see parts of that in here. It's so beautiful. This piano is forty three thousand dollars and uh, I've been saving for my whole life for it. We'll see if it uh, comes but um it sounded beautiful and I you know, I don't know if you guys know this but he works with pianos so he knows pianos so well. And just the wording um, the descriptions that you have in here but I love I love uh, ever close porcelain and ebony and grain stars breathing notes leave strings of old waltz. That's just Beautiful. I mean, this deserves the front page, not because of the piano, but just because of your wording alone. Silhouette, chair, Picasso, Overture, Sadness, Haunting, Synchronicity, silent Air, Whoa. It, this has got to be, let me guess, is this a 10? I bet <laughs> it is. You're just too, it's so cute, so talented. The cell was right, you write for so many people, and you have such a big heart. That's why I say I can't imagine you with the anger management at all, um, that's, you've really? come a long way obviously from that too I have to
0: come back um,
5: I'm so touched Thank you so much, Blue I'm going to pin this and nominate This is beautiful, thank you
8: You're very welcome, Lou. Thank you for being there to listen
7: I appreciate it uh, And
8: uh, Sawa, I was going to tell
1: you To go hide anyways Because of the next phone <laughs> Alright, folks it's time Uh-oh, for part two,
3: Freddie Mac. It's coming time for you.
1: It's time for part three. It's time for part three of how I Oh feel
10: my about god! You. Oh my god! Yeah.
2: <laughs> so
10: you sit know, you back, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> nice to
2: <meet> <laughs> All right.
1: Here we go. Here we go, folks. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the family-friendly story. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Here we go.
14: A horror series Part 3 By J.C.A. I couldn't take forgetting your face No one ever saw me And you clean up well Had to leave you in your room When your body fell Never felt another to him. You are so good. Wish I didn't leave you there. Stay, I wish I could. But they came and took you. Put you in the ground. How I became a depressed man without you now around. Then it came and hit me. Hatched a master plan. Went out to the graveyard. With shovel in my hand Found you and started digging Till I hit your box You wore a fancy necklace With some shiny rocks And now you're in my bedroom My girlfriend for life Though you're cold I hold you And everything Feels
2: right.
5: Okay. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna say what I was originally gonna say because it's probably inappropriate. I am. I'm gonna read. Gee, <laughs> G-
10: help freaking scary. <laughs> Who wants to be his girlfriend? You tell me. <laughs> he's he's not going to leave you even in the grave. So he's the best man to have, I think, yeah. <laughs> For life, a That's, so- life. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, um uh he's going to come chasing uh his girl in the grave and, you know, uh I I mean, uh, all he notices is she wore a fancy necklace with some shiny rocks. (laughs) Somebody who loves uh, gems, uh, you know, had to put this also over here. Great. What do I say? I mean, you know, uh, I think we should play this again and again till everyone freaks out, really freaks out, (laughs) because this is awesome. You are amazing. You are, oh, God, what do I say? It's like... uh, it's like a uh, full on theater over here <laughs> and uh, you know the visuals are uh, the visuals are so so perfect i mean uh, you cannot fail to uh, put his words into an imagination you know entire uh, story unfolding in front of your eyes and uh, wow or the way he has uh, recorded these series is uh, i think we can have a mini movie you know uh, we should, you know. I heard recently somebody did have, you know, um, a movie which was also nominated, you know, her poetry in series. So, uh, JCA, maybe you should try that, you
2: know. <laughs> I
10: I send you the link. So, what do you think? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah. laughs> He's tripping over these, um, uh, you know. I mean, what's making you so trip over
2: these?
10: Who are you trying to scare off? By the way, like you know, recently it's been all about. It's all about. I'll get you. I'll kill you. I'll. I'll uh, bury you. I'll. Uh, I'll spy on you,
12: and uh, oh god. <laughs>
10: <laughs> it's awesome, it's Sounds like a good
12: evening, me. No, I'm kidding <laughs>
10: Yeah, uh, like uh, You know, uh, full moon nights You have these werewolves. Uh, oh, like uh, He's sounding like one of the them You know, like, oh, I'm coming there to get you Okay, come on, catch a flight Get here
2: Google me Google
5: me Meta Meta you bet.
13: Yeah uh, This oh. is dark man Jay uh, It's kind of funny because By the time we get to the end And you're talking about digging digging her up And all the fancy necklace And shiny rocks yeah. The whole story of Ed mm-hmm. game kind of popped in my head And then looking down into the To the The uh, uh, the comments uh, with Stephanie, you know, he, it's funny how he brought that up too, it, you know, this, this is really dark and I like the way he wrote it and it's creepy. And, uh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: voice.
13: Is Thank you. The
11: voice. Is,
5: oh, the voice is creepy.
4: I, like I guess.
5: It. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, is Salah hiding, or did
1: she hear it? okay? I don't know.
5: I guess she's I probably think
1: still. She's probably still. Okay, hiding.
5: Razzle Dazzle.
3: Yeah, Dazzle, you know Dazzle. it has that element a bit of I know what she did last summer and scream, all thrown yeah. in with a girl's worst uh-huh. nightmare if she was stalked and uh, left kidnapped in the house with someone who's going to cause bodily injury or harm. These are topics which we can look lightly through culture as being exhibited in artwork, but the realities are far more graver, and uh, statistically, these kinds of crimes, uh, they should not go unpunished from anyone else's respect of the law.
2: I
1: appreciate
0: it. Thank
2: oh.
0: you. Is this over? It's is the crime over? now Boo's yeah. going to,
1: boo, boo, Is Boo's comment, and then we're done. Okay.
10: Mm-hmm.
1: Salva, you be careful,
10: just watch where you're sitting.
5: Oh, my God. The, the voice would get me, I don't know, it's so creepy. I mean, I was going to say it's eerily around, but, I mean, it's sort of like, you know, That is in your face, and it's there, and it's short. I was surprised that you made it this short, actually, but I kind of wanted to know what happened, but that's why it comes in a couple of segments, I guess. I don't know how many you have total. I forgot what you said, but it's creepy, and there's a lot of guys like this. I've been there, too. You never know when you're being watched. That's the thing. Um, I didn't know when it happened to me either, and it's a long story, but he wound up being in my house one day, so that was scary and terrifying and there are a lot of these out there. And, you know, actually, you know, what someone said to me when this happened to me, the police officer said to me, well, if you would stop being so social. <laughs> and I was like, just because I talk to people who are nice, that doesn't give them the right to do any of this stuff. And this, this is creepy. And you brought it to life. And um, I thought it, the poem was great. And it was just enough, not too long, not too short, but really creepy. The voice is just, oh, my God, scary as shit. Right? <laughs> And I know that you don't use an app, so good job.
1: <laughs> this is part three of nine so far. I'm I'm starting okay. to get number ten into my head oh, wow. slowly. Lord,
5: oh
3: my God. talking to that and don't know. I'm at D ten in
5: Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's even
3: creepier.
13: Ladies, this kind of stuff happens gun. in real life.
5: Ladies, buy a gun. Fuck the mace. Buy a gun. <laughs>
1: All right, well, what I'm gonna do next is I'm gonna put Rob's in and play his audio So here we go
7: Two-toned interpretations one Satellite jetty made of bones Hanging over the cosmic ocean where we sit skipping stones fish and loaves on a depleted ocean, water and wine in droughts, geometric oscillation, puzzle piece limbs stride inside, seamless spikes and curves collide, tentative tentacles pruning flowerbeds in gardens among foxes, gothic tattoo reflections above skull shrines, <laughs> She stellifies above rubble Jenga. He stargazes from a fool's tower, king and queen of a supernova kingdom. Three. Dandelion narcolepsy spreads like rice fields in open plain season. Corset unwinds to breasts divine. Hands juggle stromina spine. She is forever endless and enrobed in sailor made knots and sailor made ink blots. Closed galactic streets meet in a runway solstice where I kiss her feet.
1: <laughs> I've I've heard this one before and I'm I'm gonna go a little deeper into it, cause, uh especially with that second one. Um the second vine in it. She stellifies above rubble. Jenga, you know, Jenga. Um, I don't know if everybody's familiar with it. It's a, it's kind of a block game, and you have to pull out these uh, these wooden blocks and hope that it doesn't fall down. And it sounds like something has fallen down. And uh, and uh, she she right now is within it. This is. This is quite an int- interesting um, uh, concept. And then the end of it, it says, King and Queen of Supernova Kingdom. A supernova is when a giant star explodes and absolutely uh, fills the sky, becomes brilliant for a time period, and then just disappears. So it, it's kind of like an interesting Interesting concept uh, Dan, I'll go into number Three with the dandelion narcolepsy um, Because narcolepsy Is a condition that doesn't let you That puts you to sleep all the time That's what it does And it, it, It's like very 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 uh, interesting And uh, kind of like You know everything Kind of fits into A very unique uh, stratus and very unique uh, atmosphere, uh, which which makes it kind of a, a like I said, his his poetry is quite unique in itself. So, um, Raz, what do you think about it?
3: Yeah, the use of language is extremely surreal. You have images that seem sublimated out of Louis Dega and Salvador Dali, and yet. He uh, holds it all down so you can try and look through the words into what there is of this painting and how it's just an abstract form of reality.
1: Great, great uh, comment. And meta.
13: Yeah, I mean, it's a little abstract for me. I mean, it's kind of hard to really grasp what he's speaking about here, but I like the cosmic overtone to it, but, yeah, I think it's uh, it's a great ride, but, you know, it's kind of hard to follow if you don't know what's behind it, you know. I don't don't know. It's hard to comment.
1: Oh, no problem. Salwa, what do you think?
0: Oh, I heard this one before. And I love it. It's so romantic and even has a touch of sensuality in here.
4: Um,
0: he has his unique writing, and he does really well in
15: the vignettes,
0: just like almost made for him. She's terrified about Rabel Jenga. I like this one, too. Um, and then um, it, I, there is, I, I see also kind of almost um, a duality from the beginning. Um, we, haven't, we have to read it again and again to really grasp it, but I finally feel like I grasp it. I see as she is the king and the queen, um, she's the king, as he is the king and she's the queen. She's forever endless and robbed in tailor's made knot and tailor-made ink blot. It's just beautifully done. He took us to Galaxy. Uh, from, I mean, and there is, as I said, there's almost like this longing too, you can feel it. Uh, and of course, romantic i passionate, where I kiss her feet. The ending is incredible. Close the left street, meet and run realistic. Where I kiss her feet, wow. <laughs> I'm going to stop. Yes.
12: <laughs>
1: so, what do you think?
12: Oh uh, Yeah,
10: you know, well, I have also heard it before. But uh, uh, again, today it was, uh, you know, uh, Rob reads it. So, well, uh, poetically beautiful and i uh, go with you meta that it is abstract it sounds like a poem penned only for his beloved to understand you know and uh, i'm sure you know. there are a lot of uh, yeah sir <laughs> <laughs> oh so, yes sir, this is highly romantic i agree with you and uh, uh, you know uh, the sailor's not i mean um, When he speaks about it, or he even speaks about the jenga tiles and uh, the rubble, and you know a lot of other things, Uh, there is uh, there is uh, there is um, if you notice something about uh, you know uh, intertwining and uh, uh, you know uh, knots in you know how you have uh, uh, you know. The knots getting entwined or in, not entangled, but intertwining so that it represents love, and uh, uh, the sailor's knot also represents uh, is a symbolic of affection, harmony, love, friendship. So everything all together, and he's speaking about it in a very profound manner, uh, <coughs> you know, a dedication to his lover, and uh, yeah, you I mean, uh, know. Um, really, thing, like, like you know uh, she's forever endless and enrobed in sailor-made knots and tailor-made ink plots this just takes my heart away I, re- I mean even the last time this is what uh, really caught my attention and uh even now you know and uh yeah uh you know he wants to go and kiss her feet whether it is uh it means sailing across the um cosmic push that he is talking about, you know. So so gorgeous, so uh heartwarming, you know, to uh no need to understand every single detail, but of what I get it is a very, very beautiful dedication to his lover. Beautiful.
1: Great. Great comment. And boo. Uh
5: yeah, I agree with what everyone else said. I I I like what you said Soul, about the knots. I put that on the board cuz I think that's symbolic like what you said of, of friendship, affection, um a closeness, it's very romantic. Uh very beautifully written. The voice doesn't hurt. <laughs> and uh You know, um, I think it's about, like, having little, where he's going through, like, a a famine maybe sort of in the beginning because uh, flesh and bones on depleted ocean, but working towards something, um, something beautiful and um, trying to get there, I think, and uh, dedication. It's really beautiful and touching. Thank you.
1: All right. Next up. We're going to put a little Jaskarin in here. He's uh, listening in. Great to see you out there, brother. And this is called The Garb of the Red Storm.
6: The Garb of Red Storm. Staring at the cross, waiting to be free. up my sleeves to hide my My eyes were dead. My mind, I didn't even know. Wind, wind, work, life, weave death, in the pond tree, were my life, a broken hurricane, haunted pumpkins grow over the barren land, my hands are pinned in red, the sky's ashen head, alien waves, his haveled faces, they lie on the floor, betraying that as of us, a single white girl, choking, tears, screaming, hushed, moist blood filling, these lonely nights, with an area of The aroma Lotus, the shooting of our laws in towns. Fighters sold to the um, tune, sand road. Endless headquarters, pulled at the ammunition, born in their feet. Thank you. Wow. wow.
1: Yeah, this has a, a great mix of language and feeling and there's so much emotion that rings through every yeah. single word. I'm like, geez, wow. Uh, it's it's something I wanna know more about, but this is um uh, this is based off of uh one of my poems I see. This is based off my <laughs> this is this is uh, taken uh in my birthday contest gee
2: yeah <laughs> yeah, I so can, I, yeah. i see I'm that happy i see to that today.
1: okay i'm gonna save your i'm gonna save your comment then uh
2: um, we'll, we'll,
1: we'll start with uh meta <laughs> meta what do you think about this it's
13: like a tempest of emotion you know it's like uh I don't know. I don't know if it's based on heartache and missing somebody, but I like the way he wrote it. And yeah, it's just it's like a tidal wave of just a bunch of different emotions and and feelings. I I think it's a really good write. Very good write.
1: I'm going to tell you uh, what poem he took this from. He took it from one of my serial killer poems called "The Spider." And that serial mm-hmm. killer was um where was where was he from he was he is from um, oh this is bugging the heck out of me Iran he's considered Iran's most infamous serial killer and his nickname was the spider because he would lure women in in order to kill kill oh, them mm-hmm. uh, so let Maybe me get I'm a comment sure. from. Uh, <laughs> Let me get a comment from Selwa. Selwa, what do you think of this piece? <laughs> I
0: I see I see, <laughs> I see in his um, auto note Then says pain death. So I see this pain and uh, like it's crying. Someone who's died. He says uh, it's almost like a where is it? Trench. Um, where did I put it? In the the aroma, of lotus, the hooting of our lost and strength and then shocking tears streaming, hushed. Like someone who killed someone almost and then crying in trench from uh killing them. Or or from losing them not necessarily killing them. So that's what I see here. Beautifully done. I think brilliant how he took your line and turned it into this.
1: Ah, wonderful, wonderful comments. Um let me get a comment from Raz. Raz, what do you think?
3: Yeah, as you see, because of the modern inventions of technology, I paid attention to the discussion. The serial killer in question you're looking for is Saeed Hane. He was Iranian and confessed to killing 16 prostitutes while they labeled him the spider. His motive psychologically was to cleanse the city of Mashhad, and uh, he was hanged in 2002. Yeah, and
2: the
3: what, what, what he went
1: after prostitutes because of the fact that someone called his what, thought his wife was a prostitute, so it just clicked oh. something in his head, and he hmm. just wanted to to prove that, that that he was righteous in doing God's work by killing prostitutes. Hmm.
2: Huh. So,
1: what do you think of that, Boo? What do you think of Jasper's phone? Well,
5: I don't see Jask write much darkness, though. So, I mean, he did a great tribute to your poem and your sick mind. <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> and um, <laughs> he builds it up to him, builds to it. each stanza is, like, more and more. His hands are painted in red, the sky's ashen head laden with disheveled faces. Uh, that's really creepy. And he just goes... I like the format, too. It's kind of, like, zigzag, kind of manic, kind of to go with this guy's personality. Um and then the ending is really cool. Endless black waters all deep in the ocean bones beneath our feet. He nailed it, and he nailed your poem. And this is excellent. Um, he can write everything, and the darkness, too. I, I don't know if I've ever seen him write anything that's dark. Awesome job, Jess.
4: You're rubbing and, on the
1: Gita And Jolly, you get the last uh, say in
10: this. <laughs> He got me into tears over here, you know, with his... uh, Because uh, we know what he is uh, going through. It's not easy to fight it every day, you know, every single day. The first line itself, zipping up my sleeves to hide my scars. And then he goes about uh, saying, uh, Zets and branches of a tree, my life, a broken hurricane. Uh, No doubt he's a master of, uh, uh, you know... Words and the uh, way he uh, he's a master of poetry. I I just admire the way he can beautify pain and uh, make it look so gorgeous, so stunning, so bewitching, beautiful. You yeah. know, hats off for uh, the way he has taken the line from your serial killer poem and painted it mm-hmm. with his own. Ebony use. You know, why Ebony? Because, you know, we know that he's talking about darkness, his own darkness. And Mm -hmm. uh, this is my message to you, Jaskaran. The pain of yours is the autumn. Spring is not far. Mm -hmm. Just hang in there, you know. And Mm -hmm. uh, perfect poem with the, you know, first September as we bring in the fall. So with the glowing pumpkins and everything. So for, perfect poem for uh, today. Uh, great job, great weave, and great you. Amazing.
5: Yeah, you know what I was going to say, too? You know what? He never, he's never sitting there. He never feels sorry for himself. He never complains it's about the first his condition. He's amazing, you
9: know?
10: And we have only a uh, few spots left for uh, JCA's uh, birthday contest. Yeah. Somebody has reserved... Put the yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Don't, can you put don't, the don't close it yet. Don't close it yet. <laughs> save me a spot. You, we'll save you me a can spot.
1: reserve. You can reserve.
0: Oh, good.
5: Yeah, you can reserve. Okay, so I've got so many comments. Reserve, I got my <laughs> comments on my reserve poem, Jay. So many comments on my reserve <laughs> <laughs> People are so crazy. <laughs>
2: I think she
1: gets that comment because she never finishes her reserved poems. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let me let me get the phone let me get to the phone lines here and welcome in. Hello, sweet.
2: Oh sweet.
1: All right, we have Sweet Pea has joined us. Folks. Hello,
2: Sweet.
1: And she okay, got here God. just in time to hear an audio by Laughing Soul. So here, here we go.
9: Dawn to Dusk, a boom by Laughing Soul. Wishes blown on Gosema dandelions. Sweet nothings whispered on wings of time. Holy basil and incense lavender. Cosmic chants dawn to dusk shine. Palms itch to feel a bulge. A hearth unlit there's no buzz. Unstitched cashmere in pink Santiphany. Dreams and desires bleed in ebony. Net temples silently unfall. Cosmic charms dawn to dusk shine. A crescent cradle rocks on memories. Fairy tales, lullabies, unsung bedtime stories. Vintage pages yearn a chuckle cosmic chance, dawn to dusk shine. <coughs> Empty bosoms of a lotus flower, unwavering fate awaits celestial shower, fleeting spring with dangling hope, A parched bedouin, a gypsy soul. Paints a wish on a faraway star, a heart unlit, a desire bizarre, cosmic charms, dawn to dusk shine, sweet nothings whispered on wings of time, sweet nothings whispered on wings of time. In both
1: Wow. First of all, first of all, before we get any comments, congratulations for this being a front page pick. So deserved. So deserved. And uh, the words that Hello. float, float with what you're putting in here are just phenomenal. Um, <clears throat> I can feel the urine. I can feel it the the uh, the, uh, the uh, reaching out the uh, the absolute um, bringing forth of everything this is an absolute stunning stunning piece um, Wow this is, this is incredible this is this is just incredible the way you put this but the yearning behind it is Phenomenal, yeah. Well, you you look at the words themselves, the words themselves and the way she presents it, and the feeling behind her words are just phenomenal. Uh, Sweet, what do you think of this one?
16: Well, first off, her voice is enchanting. Her words just make you feel like you have to live life to its fullest. It's warm, and it's full of hope. And it's full of, you know, this mesmerizing thought process that is desire and loss and thinking of everything you should be. And it puts you in that moment. I just
13: love this piece by laughing.
10: Thank you so much.
1: Wonderful, wonderful comment. Uh, Raz, what do you think?
3: Yeah, it made me feel naive that there's a lot we don't understand about women when it comes to men,
4: and there's <laughs> so much
3: more emotion and thought in there that anyone usually appreciates when you look at the scope of intensity there is with the verse lines.
9: Fine. Wonderful Fine.
1: comment. Meta, oh. what do you think? <clears throat>
13: I think this poem is just beautifully written. I like it almost seemed like a song to where it it seemed like the chorus was repeated. Uh, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed the, the 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 sound cloud and her voice just made this poem even more you know, come alive, you know. But I think it's very beautiful.
9: Thank
10: you. Thanks,
1: and uh, Boo, I'm going to have you take over the rest of the comments for this because I have to call back in as host. I don't know what it's doing. It's just giving me a different color. I just want to make sure we don't disconnect. Oh,
0: okay. All right. Uh, Salwa, what do you think? Of that oh, I, I love it. I love it. Congratulations. It's really well deserved. Uh, you took us to fabulous, to, I mean, uh, to a faraway. Where hope is dangling I stole your poem It's so beautiful And your voice is so enchanting I agree with, um, with P. You just have a, Such a sweet voice And so soft and beautifully Oh my goodness, I love this uh, Stanza, fleeting spring with dangling hope The past a gypsy soul That's who you are <laughs> paint a wish and a faraway star A heart A heart uh, and lift the desire, bizarre. Like there is so much longing in this. Story. I agree with a Hope that one's tangling that wish that come true.
9: Thank you, my mm-hmm. dear.
0: It mm-hmm. has nothing. Yeah.
9: One, uh, all right, uh, I am
1: back. I am back. So. <laughs> okay.
10: soul <still> talking. <laughs> soul talking but, uh,
1: I think yeah. you're the last one to comment, Boo.
10: Soul
0: oh, saying something, sure.
10: Jay. Okay, go ahead. I was, saying, I was just trying to say that uh, uh, the poem is actually uh, a lot to do with my uh, desires and my own life, you know, and it has nothing to do with a man over here. Obviously, I would need a man to have a baby. <laughs> yeah, but, baby. Uh,
2: yes. But I'm speaking <laughs> I'm feeling over feeling here too. <laughs>
10: But when I say palms itch to feel a bulge, it's about uh, motherhood that I know That's I would so never bad. experience. So uh, this poem is all about yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, it gets me to uh, uh, it chokes me. Uh, I just wanted to say this so that you know everyone can understand what the poem is about. Hopefully, it's not that clear, yes. but I thought so because. Knit and pearl again, you know, when you're uh, stitching those small uh, uh, booties for the child. And uh,
2: so, uh,
10: <clears throat> oh.
2: Mm-hmm.
10: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, and I know so many women who have this feeling, go through this feeling, and it's a shame. And then you look at the other side, how many women shouldn't have kids and just keep having them? I can't imagine the emptiness. I just know that I tried so hard to get pregnant for so long. I know what it's like to want that and, and dream of it, and it seemed like when I was trying to get pregnant, everyone around me was getting pregnant, um, even people who didn't want to be pregnant. Um, and I'm so sorry for that. And um, I just, you know, and people tell you, "Oh, you can adopt," but they don't know that it's not that easy to adopt. It's very difficult, actually, and especially to get a baby. Um, yeah. And I'm sorry. So you, this is so poetic, so beautiful. I mean, your wording is amazing, and nowadays you don't really need a man, you know, for one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
12: But, uh, I mean, it's just,
5: and this deserves the front page. This 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 epitomizes the emptiness and the longing, and that um, goes with this cosmic chance dawn to dust, comes sweet nothing's whispered on wings of time. What an ending, so beautiful, poignant. Loved it. Deserves the front page for sure. Thank you. Thanks.
3: You know what the future yeah, is going to yeah. be? Kids at home with homemade fruits. You won't need the man yeah. at all anymore. There'll be a whole alternate set <laughs> of medical. <laughs> be- we don't need you,
10: so you better shake it up. Hi. Is this me? <laughs> I can't hear uh, clearly. Is the voice breaking for everyone? or? Mm-hmm.
2: No,
1: you're not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad right now. No. Okay.
4: Beautiful. Let us
1: go to the next poem. And uh, here is Raz.
5: Razzle-dazzle.
3: Yeah, this one concentrates on a poem that was at Poetic Sites of Life maybe a years ago time on Andy Warhol. So here's Pop Legacy. Pop Legacy. Who core reactor, pigeon carrier, transponder decoy, bar blinking recoils, transform all this hazardous material to grocery aisles and popular magazines to fluorescent sunspot camera flares, but Andy's generic labeling of Grand Expo branding? Who needs N.A. with medical experts concerned of Big Ben's retarded hand stopwatch stock, empty out backyard pool for the drug addiction belly flop, those with psychic powers do not see, here or why, precognition and telekinesis instead of the natural presumption to exist with the senses, the gift the devil permits the titans who are manipulating the privacy of mind. Yellow banana, Cocoa pups, and green beans, not enough middle-finger to dissatisfaction to propaganda's pop legacy. Andy Warhol's 15 minutes of commercial art, Scott Peterson taught a modern approach Flash photography taking on flash photography. Picture a downtown area composed strictly of massive billboard signs projecting off the skylines. Laser synopsis. Marilyn Monroe, okay for the valium, but mothers expecting chides hush at such reserves. On hold for another few hours, the carbon dioxide repeated the missing ventricles. Exasperating oxygen inhalant for the asthma placebo. The minutes possessed of technical services. Devoid to the full half-shelf some, Oxygen depleted and refill the petroleum drums. Punished the sinner with a Texas chem lab explosive cell fire. Grace Slick, rising the magic music machines towed the storyboard of spontaneous combustion skies. After Chernobyl had higher cancer fatality rates to the Bunker Hill defense line and the self-conviction of inner excuses. Detention camp fair weather estimate. Daily briefs are serving the American dream. Yellow bananas, cocoa pups, and green beans. To each their own, who wills through hard eye. New religious philosophies. Rewrite scripted verse from Papa Jeans. Andy Warhol, the mellow man's peyote button stuck in Cosby's jello. Breathe, it was all the breathing. of force, the new pathways. Restricted access, accidental prone. Electric malfunction at the stochastic base breathe. Snap a cam shot selfie. Don't forget to breathe. And
1: poem. I want to say hello to Rebecca who's on the board. And I also want to say to Raz, you made me hungry for some Campbell's soup. Uh, I don't know. Andy Warhol just does that to me. <laughs> I love your intricate um kind of uh weaving weaving of um his, his works into your poem in such an intelligent intelligent way and I I love the way you you put in there Grace Slick and uh Marilyn Monroe um you know grace slick i i liked her as a performer and i don't know if many people did i think she was especially super cool in conan the barbarian um her her uh, her character really was badass and uh i think that you did an amazing job with this uh ras um just wonderful
11: yeah
3: I- and, and uh let me give gives you um, <laughs> off. <Go ask> Alice.
13: <laughs> awesome,
1: awesome. Let we'll me get a comment from uh Meta on this one, meta, what do you think?
13: Well, I'm not really familiar with Andy Warhol, believe it or not but, I mean, I thought the the poem itself is just is really deep, you know uh yeah but I'm not really familiar with Andy Warhol, so I kind of missed the point here a little bit. But overall, I I thought this poem was really well written.
3: Warhol was a famous artist through the 60s and the 70s. He literally defines postmodernism, but his time had been cut short. He died young.
13: The part that jumped out at me the most, though, was the Chernobyl thing, you know? The higher cancer rate, and fatality rate. How did he
5: (laughs) die, Red? How did he die? I forgot.
3: Was, I believe, from some spontaneous type of cancer that almost developed overnight for him. Okay. What were the causes of death? Mm. Okay. I will check it
1: out right now. And uh, let me get a comment from Salah.
0: I haven't – I'm not familiar to I'm not going to lie, but I searched it while you're reading, and I saw who he is and what he did. Um, and I see from the beginning of the, like, who, who core reactor, pigeon carrier, transparallel, linking, because he's talking about – how he transformed this, um media or, how do you say, pub, like, advertising for food, I think? Material magazine, poetry Yes, Pop Andy Art. Andy Warhol's oh. work
3: is just on that, The mainstream propaganda can ultimately be all that's left of an art form.
0: So you really, but, but we're not talking about him in the beginning, or, or about that, like in magazines and popular magazines. That whole and Isle, piece but then on you,
3: Warhol. Yeah, he would borrow from magazines. He would borrow from every reference of which you have propaganda, and then create his own types of uh, repeated images based on the ones that were sold during the 60s.
0: Okay, that's why you brought you talk about uh, all the uh, all the references in 60s. Um, I, I mean, it's very as JCA uh, said, a very intelligent. He always bring. So much when you talk about um, one topic, you bring all what happened around it, and we did this here again. delivered. I, I want to
1: say that Andy Warhol died of complications after gallbladder surgery. Uh He died of cardiac arrhythmia Uh after it was a hard at impact. the age of
16: yeah, yeah that's pretty rare. Of, that's it's pretty
1: rare. At fun. the
3: age of 58. Wow. Very young. Huh. Before even sixty, Obviously,
5: yeah. Obviously, he couldn't handle the surgery, huh? That's a rare, rare thing. Hmm. Interesting. it was spontaneous.
3: I remember <laughs> not the exact causes of death, but thanks for telling us, Jay. I'm sure Andy Moore is up there somewhere with Andy Kaufman on the moon taking photos of our <laughs> Painted beautifully,
5: painted <laughs> beautifully and colorfully.
1: <laughs> yep. And uh, sweet, I'm going to let you have the last say, and then we're going to put your piece on the board. Sweet pea, the button, the button, sweet P.
16: The button, the button, the, button. I'm the talking button. button. The button, push the button. Push, push the button. One thing I, I love about your piece is the latent study of, of postmodern. Um, they're in your face that nothing about art is is art except for what they tell us art is, and you've got so many great lines in here that totally cracked me up. Um, my favorite one is um Andy Warhol, the Mellow man's pay ot button stuck in Cosby's jello. That is hilarious. Um, I, I the satire in it, the sarcasm in it is beautiful. Um, and the mm-hmm. yellow bananas, cocoa puffs, and green beans—again, a nod to some great art from Warhol. Um, um, I, I just, I just think this is beautiful, and and really sets po- postmodernism up on its you know, high horse and says, this is what it was, this is what it will be, and, you know, it's in your face, kind of look at what the world started and what Andy Warhol was um, the main main person that said, in your face, art is art or art isn't art, it's what what we're told it is kind of thing, and there's no means to whatever it's supposed to be. I thought you did a really great job describing it and how he kind of put it to the masses. Really great,
3: great work, Raz. Yes, I find your comprehension of my intention with the piece to be 100% on point. As to his legacy, like I was referring, it was actually that kind of message from Warhol. Why do I have to create my own images when all people remember really is popular culture? So that's definitely a part of his own artistic philosophy, which is shared as the pop.
1: And, uh, Sweet, your poem is on the board.
16: Thank you. I to get off uh, Razzle's poem here. It was enamored. All right. This is Summer Heat by Sweet Pea. Pork swings sway and ice melts and sweet tea drinks droplets of moisture bead on pearl buttons of summer dress, and hazel eyes reflect the golden tones of the horizon. Bodies move in the heat of slow-motion jazz beads as shimmers of incandescent ghosts float on the sidewalk. Naked muscles twitch, scorching black iron-liner smiles. Evaporation of inhibitions drown in the clouds of the Butterfly kisses come summer summer's in dissipation. Sunburned skin hiss as lovers' beams in positions
2: in poem.
1: You know, I always love how you uh, bring forth uh, the imagery uh, through your metaphors. And this is um, an absolute wonderful piece right here. Uh, you give us the pictures of the moment, and you blend in uh, the feel and the smells and the the imagery within those moments. It's like porch swing sways, bodies move, evaporation of inhibitions you uh, bring all those forward and then add to them with uh, with such great metaphors. And I think you did a, a wonderful job with this piece. It's fantastic. Um,
3: so what do you think?
10: Oh, my God. This was, you know, you tell me about my voice, but uh, just listen to yours, uh, Sweet Pea, you know. <laughs> you've got the heat uh, you've got the heat on over here with your poem, with your voice and the way you read it, you know so the way you read it was like uh, uh, you know, you just uh, ported us right over there to the place where uh, where you hid in the sexy woman you know, I keep it, keep uh, the sexy woman I keep in my attic so uh, <laughs> uh, this is what is there in your author notes for uh, Uh, Skies uh, Probably Prompt, and uh, (laughs) your read was so wonderful, you know, uh, such a tree, such a sensual Initially, I felt it was, uh, you know, a yearning, a longing, uh, an imagination, and uh, somewhere it does still feel so, but... uh, uh, I want to enjoy the sensuality that you have uh, woven, you know, from the, from the porch swing to the inhibitions melting and uh, the last line, sunburned skins, hiss as lovers ooze into torrid positions. Oh, wow. Oh, my God this is like <laughs> stunning gorgeous and uh, breathtakingly beautiful i so loved it the imagery just takes you into a different high altogether in fact the image that you have chosen so like you you know <laughs> everything's so perfect <laughs> and loved thank it you. Thank, you. thank you wonderful
1: thank you. and um raz what do you think
3: Yeah. If she has sky the attic then I definitely would like to join.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is an awesome, awesome comment. Meta, what do you think?
13: I think this poem is beautifully written. I like I like the fact that you know it's sensual and it, like you said, Jay, it's a it's like a snapshot into in a moment, you know, uh, of feelings and, and and thoughts and emotion. I I I really I really enjoyed the 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 way it was written and the sensuality of it. It's a very beautiful poem. It works. Uh-huh. Well. And, uh huh. And
1: what do you think?
0: I have to say, Joe, first, if you see. I'm glad you don't have in your attic any more scary things. <laughs> 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 no, <you're crazy.
2: laughs> oh, yeah, daggers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, what, what a sexy woman you portrayed enjoying the summer heat. Four swings, sway, and ice smell the sweet tea drinks. Uh, there is something about you here with the the sweet tea drinks. Definitely, I agree with uh, Jean you about how you have a touch of you there, and your voice made it so. And of course, my weakness for the butterflies cannot miss, uh, go and notice the last two lines, butterfly kisses. So beautifully done. Very delicate with the touch of sensuality. My pleasure.
1: All right. Uh, let us get Boo up next.
4: Oh, well, wait, can I comment? Are on you ready?
1: Uh, no, you can't. No, no, you're not allowed. Yes, go ahead.
2: <laughs> Boom, you, Tim. Uh, I,
5: <laughs> I was going to say, um, I, I, I was going to steal uh, sour when she said so, uh, I think you said delicate, right? So delicate and elegant this is. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, she proves that you can write anything because we think about darkness, right? We think about you, of course. You and Lizzie would be my first two that would come to mind. But, um it just is so gentle and sensual and gorgeous, and your voice adds to it, and the wording is just uh, just beautiful. I think uh, one of your best poems lately. Um, that they're all great, but one of my favorites, definitely, it deserves the front page too. Awesome
1: job, sweet. Oh,
16: thank you, thank you, Boo. That means a lot to me.
1: You're welcome. And Boo, you're on the board.
5: Uh, okay, okay. Uh, Let me fix one thing really quick. Sorry. Okay. That's called Poetic Adoration. I think I spelled it wrong, though. Oh, shit. Anyway. um, Lover, let me adore you. I want to declare my love for you to the universe. Let me call your name to the sun and stars. Let me scream my devotion to the ocean's depths, to Earth's molten core. Why should any corner of the cosmos be denied your radiance? Let the galaxies themselves crave your divine embrace. As do I, intoxicated with passion, I want to caress you like the wild seas wave the sandy shore. Endlessly, endlessly, pulling back from grain to you, to myself, with each retreat, until our atoms dance intertwined, the electric nuclear tango of fusion. Let me be your satellite, your moon, circling slowly around the edge of your magnificence. Ah, someone's calling me, Say, Um... You always in my gaze, and I caught in the gravitational pull of a tantric longing, wanting, wanting, dizzy with desire for your presence. Oh, consume me as a candle's flame consumes the air, as the light absorbs the darkness till our essences are one. Devoted devotion, you are my mantra and my med- meditate mediation. Sorry, worshiping your beauty, I will whisper your name in the flower petals and set it forth. I wish this for evening breeze, you, my mecca, and I, your pilgrim, in poem,
9: Wow, watch it
1: very yeah, this is what I love about this poem, and this is this is a, the cool part about it. Um, you kind of start on on a on a on a, a plane, you go out into the universe and just the massive expansives. Then you come back into almost the um, the uh, universe that's an atom. You 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 suck back into almost nothingness. Then you go back to the expanses of the universe. Then you come back in again. So it's kind of there's kind of like this 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 motion within this home that goes out and then comes back in and goes out and comes back in. So. You're, you're just in the full expanse of everything. So I think that, that that's the cool part, along with the fact that it's a, it's a free verse. There you go. Uh, so great job, Boo. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah,
2: <laughs> thank loved you. loved
1: it. And uh, let's start with uh, uh, Salwa. I'm going to let you start with this one.
0: Well, thank you. Thank um, you. This is really beautiful. Miss Romance is back again. <laughs> Queen of Romance is back again. Uh, love the emotion, as you, as you said, part, like almost like particles that exploding in the universe. In the first line, you can feel that. Lover, let me adore you. I want to declare my love for the universe. Uh, the sun and the stars, you take us all over. And then I like how you repeat the 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 freestyle the endlessly endlessly wanting wanting you really bring it devoted devotion uh, your mecca in your program there's this um wanting very endlessly wanting that's there all over it's just there's so much emotion and love and longing and wanting um I really like I would whisper your name in the flower petals. And set floating gently a vesper in the evening breeze. So delicate and so beautiful. I love anything that has to do with nature, and this has brought it to life. You know, boo is in love.
2: Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Wonderful <Thank> you. comment.
0: <laughs> and uh,
1: all right, So oh, go ahead.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's
10: all about love tonight. You know, it's like a oh for y'all it's morning, okay. So, <laughs> but for me it's like a hot, sultry, sensual night. You know, so uh, love after love after love, and uh, here we've got like someone giving us the entire galaxy of love to you know uh, speak about. Oh my God, this was like so amazing. Love, let me adore you. I want to declare my love for you to the universe. Nobody's stopping you, boo. Go ahead, Just go ahead, <laughs> go out and scream <laughs> out tonight to the stars and the moon, and oh, lovely! you know this is okay, let me just speak about a couple of uh, verses or lines that really caught me. You know, I want to caress you like the wild sea wave on the sandy shore, endlessly, endlessly the I just love the reputation over here, you know, and uh. This is so. Uh, this is so uh, innocently and delicately woven, you know. Where uh, you are talking about. Uh, I mean, are you talking about your own wild side, or uh, <laughs> because you're the wild one? I know. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, you know, when you speak about endlessly, so uh, it it just shows that how much. Uh, this means to you, you know, and um, you don't shy from uh, uh, declaring it that you want it forever and ever and ever, you know, and pulling back some small grain of you to myself with each retreat. Here you speak about the true essence of love, not wanting to just be you, but Blending with your lover's spirit and soul, you know this is this is so amazing. I mean, you know, who, there are very few who uh, do this. You know, wanting to blend with uh, your partner, the each and every uh, um, you know uh, uh, you can say uh, just being into a delicate weave uh, of each other together. You know, the togetherness when you say. So you need to imbibe uh, each other's, uh, 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 you know, traits, or you can say habits, or whatever, you know, a personality. I mean to say,
2: and, uh,
10: this just speaks about that to me, and uh, it's, it's it's truly the essence of love that you have uh, painted in this gorgeous poem. Loved it. Uh, uh, thank you, G.
1: And uh, let me get a comment from sweet. Oh, wait, let me see if she went. I think we might have lost her. Yeah, we lost her. Uh Meadow, what do you think?
13: I think this poem is beautiful and the fact that she wrote it ten minutes ago is amazing. <laughs> and you know, uh it's, it's I was like working on it
5: for letter, a while, so. Meadow. I just fixed it the last ten minutes. Oh okay.
13: No, that yeah, but it's like a love letter, you know. <laughs> it's just the way you wrote it, and the way you added the cosmic element to it, and telling this person, you know, wanting to screw your devotion to them. I I, I thought it was very well written. know yeah. Makes me wish I had somebody that cared about me that much, you know.
4: <laughs> oh, you <he laughs> Thank you, Ada. And
13: will.
1: Uh, ra- that, Raz.
3: Yeah, it's definitely a heartbreaking piece when you consider that the majority of online relationships are not built to last. They fail because of that distance and how anyone could actually... Occupy the time of the other Who is exchanging these letters It also reminds me A little bit of the previous show The former week When Dave Prophet was mentioning How many times he's failed at eHarmony.com Because uh, honestly If you want the love of your life to be there For you then they should be Right there for you Instead of just someone else Who you meet randomly Behind the screen
1: Ah, that's so cool! Um, But and what I want because of what I wanted to mention is that uh, eHarmony Dave has started his uh, series on eHarmony. If you want to check out uh, that, go to his page. He has written uh, part one, and he's going to keep on uh, writing more parts to his eHarmony story. So that's definitely something to check out. Now what I'm going to do next is put in a little Rebecca. So get ready and uh, fasten those seatbelts, folks. Here we go. couple of parts that really jump out to me right at the beginning. Lips like morphine. Oh my gosh, that that right there just says something. But when I really look at it, uh, that second verse, rock our heads to melodies, knock regrets to Sunday. <sighs> How many people uh, just party it up all week, party it up all week, and then go to church and think that everything's going to be okay? And uh they just they 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 look like hypocrites to everybody else, and you know what? Um, preach what you practice, folks. I, I love that concept, and I try to do it myself. Rebecca, what an awesome, awesome uh, work of art. Uh, Meta, what do you think?
13: I totally agree. You know, we tend to be wrapped up in our own little worlds and we're not empathetic to those around us like we should be, you know? And, uh, like I commented, it was, you know, it definitely makes you think about how you treat people and, you know, we don't, nobody, nobody walks around with the same story. Everybody has a different story to tell, you know, and we all go through different moments in life, you know? And, uh, You can't always be the center of your own universe.
1: Absolutely wonderful comment, Raz. What do you think?
3: Yeah, off the hook trip hop, like Portis said. This artist is uh, kicking some really interesting vibes here. I like the overdub with the one voice doing the main lyric and then the other voice echoing each time. So you have that trance-like effect as if you're going through a state of hypnosis. And I think this could make great dance. Uh, As to any more fundamental profound messages where we lost our empathy, that's a, a question of trying to understand whether certain human beings are even acting out the part of humanity anymore there's a, a deeper fundamental question there but the overall production here is is definitely a type of trip hop so rave hi i rave
1: awesome awesome uh yeah. uh soul yeah uh you know, in
10: general the i I love uh, love. the way she does her uh, uh, recordings, you know, like uh, uh, even this poem, I think this is the first time I have heard her with the overlapping voice and uh, she's done a fantastic job over here. Um, Besides that, the poem itself is so, uh, something so, uh, you know, uh, need need of the hour, you can say, you know, it definitely needs to be on the front page and uh, it is so so thought provoking that uh, when did we lose our empathy oh gosh you know it's it's like we were already in the uh, pits of it and uh, pandemic pushed us further you know and uh, but uh, at the same time kindness does uh, breathe in and if you look around, you know, you will find it uh, breathing and, um,
9: uh, you
10: know, um, I mean, I'm like a little lost over here because uh, I have people coming in and out of my room. It's almost midnight. So after this comment, I will be hanging up. But uh, overall, the poem just uh, is amazing, Rebecca, and keep it up. And uh, your voice could, uh, you know... Uh, speak about uh, the pain that your words have tried to paint you know it the overall uh uh, uh package is uh, something that needs to really be on the front page uh, i will definitely recommend it thank you for this okay i got to go i mean i'm like uh, now want to say hello to no.
1: you. Tila first. You want to say hello
2: to Tila
10: first. Oh my, gulab jamun is over here. Tila came through. my,
12: sorry, <laughs> my tajori
3: <laughs> tajori. This is Robinson quarterback. <laughs> <It's>
2: awesome. <laughs> this is Robinson.
10: Raz, she's talking about yummy food. I Seeing it. my size, she calls me all the. Uh, and <laughs> 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 I, I'm
2: behavior. glad I met you. Thank I was, you. was
10: just disconnecting because my mom is going to be here to sleep. So see you guys. Y'all you right. have a lovely day. And uh, okay, thank it, you. And enjoy bye you too. Bye. Bye,
12: darling. Bye. Please, one minute. Yeah. One minute. Yeah. Wait. Don't go. Yeah. One minute. Please. Yeah. Don't go. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to listen to my you don't want to listen to my poem. Listen and then go. Please.
10: Only one. Please, please, please. Okay, I'm okay. Late. Yeah. I'm very late. Okay, uh-huh. but uh yeah, you'll have to put me on mute, yeah. Uh just for the comment yeah. you please no unmute problem. me. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll I'll here.
1: I'll sneak Tila in here bef- first, so we'll, we'll get her <laughs> in. Hi, guys. But first cool. of all, Hi, let, let's also welcome to the show Dave. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Hi, Dave. Thanks. Hey, you guys.
12: <clears 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 throat> 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 Hi, E-Harmony.
3: E-Harmony himself. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Prophet. He yeah. we was just talking about <laughs> E-Harmony. <laughs> E-Harmony.
1: That's, uh, I, I think your ears were burning. <laughs> yeah,
3: yes, they no were. Doubt.
1: <laughs>
11: Oh, right. harmony, um, Hey Jay, am I, am I too late to put one
1: in? No, no, you're, you're good. Go go ahead and put one in. Uh, what I do want to okay. do right now is, uh, I want to drop Tila's, let her read. And then we, we, we've got a few more to go through and then we'll be done. But, uh, yeah, go ahead and drop okay. one, Dave. Uh, yeah i can i can, i are. i'd be
11: happy to read it uh, back you know the last you know so i don't care yeah sure no problem okay right. okay Thank you are on the
12: and, okay before i start, i would like to say to hello hello everyone how are you all and if salwa is there hi salwa boo j c a laughing soul if you if please please please, please. <laughs> And then do what you like. And I would like to say Rebecca, hello and Dave and Mecca, thank you so much. I, like- uh, I would like to say each one of you. Hi, how are you guys? Okay. I'm sorry I was hello. late. I, com- I forgot
2: about
12: it. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Please bring back peace and harmony that's by me. And um it says Where am I? Who am I? lost my own voice people don't value my feelings i have a dream that i as a country prosper like all others would like to prosper like all other countries
5: too too
12: why what what will you gain by tearing me apart my land is fertile and i'm famous for my kabuli chana delicious tasty uh, horse's favorite. The human strengthens power. Just a simple farmer. Yes, the poppies looks beautiful, but I don't need destroy each one because of it. My simple people turning crazy. I'm pers- I'm a simple land. Please give me love. I want my people to have a simple life. Don't need too much money. Simplicity is more than enough for my land to bear. Throw away all the weapons. Throw away the tanks. Throw away the hatred. I'm begging for peace and harmony. I beg you all. End of Quran.
1: Amen. i tell you what. When I was in high Thank school, you. we did, uh, our pop choir did um, a uh, version of uh, of Hair, and i don't know if you remember that dave that uh yeah i do i the, do absolutely uh, yeah we 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 did it. we <laughs> did a medley from from hair and this is what it kind of reminds <laughs> me of the dawn of aquarius the peace and all of that yeah. stuff and uh, going yeah. along Those like that good yeah so this was, was incredible tila this was like uh this is peace uh, all you know this is a little uh, John Lennon mixed in all we are saying is give mm-hmm. love a chance Yeah, I, I love yeah. how you put this together Tila and uh, Just you. so she can con- comment uh, we'll let uh, Gita and Charlie comment first
9: Thank You, Hello, okay, Geeta. <laughs> Thank
10: you. <laughs> uh, Just a few moments back we were talking about uh, where is empathy so where is empathy you know, and uh, this is called uh, uh, being Indian. When you feel the pain of uh, uh, every single uh, human on this uh, uh, planet, and uh, Tila has uh, gone ahead and uh, spoken about Afghanistan, and uh, Kabuliwala is uh, a character which, uh, you know, uh, we have studied in our school days. Even today when I... um, you know, think about that story. I think it was by uh, Rabindranath Tagore. I do, I, if I'm not mistaken. And um, <laughs> even even today, when I uh, think about that story, I I get very emotional because it is exactly. it is such a. I mean, if you haven't read the story of Kabuliwala, there's a movie also. Uh, yeah. you should you should, you know, and. Um, Kabul was uh, such a beautiful land, and today uh, where it stands, it is very uh, uh, saddening. But I'm not getting into the politics of uh, things. But here we are talking at human level, and uh, empathy is uh, uh, is feeling the pain of every single soul on this uh, planet. And Tila, you are simply, simply so uh, amazing, and such a beautiful soul, and you have the most beautiful and charming smile, and your uh, voice and your, uh, you know, your uh, euphoria, you just make everyone, uh, everything come alive with your presence. Be that, be that always. And I love you. Thank you. And, uh, I love you and okay. thanks for making me stay back for this beautiful piece. Thank you. I really, really appreciate you asking me to stay back. Thanks, Thank Deena.
2: You're welcome.
12: And uh, and um before you go the kabuli wala you were saying I got the song yes. if you if you look into end of my life I have ye mere pyare Vatan. that's the song which I have put I know a lot of uh, American and yeah. English and all other um, yes. uh, counterpart might not understand but please listen and feel the pain the the song is and you will literally feel never, uh, i can no, never that. forget how that little girl
10: would uh, you know stand at the window of mm-hmm. her house just waiting for this mm-hmm. man to come with his uh you know he would he was Kana, a, Kana. a seller of you know almonds and uh he would get all these Kabali. dry fruits from Kana. kabul to sell over here in india and he would give this mm-hmm. girl for free just because exactly. she reminded him of his own daughter who was back there in kabul mm-hmm. you know and uh the way she would call mm-hmm. him kabuliwala oh kabuliwala yes. and i cannot yes. forget that i cannot not forget that. <laughs>
17: it,
10: it got me to tears, Dila. This is a very precious uh, poem that you have sent. Okay, my yeah. dear. <laughs> and, okay, and everyone. The, lots of love. Good take night. Care. Thank
12: you night. so Good much. Good
2: night.
12: <laughs> and I would like to say one few words. The reason I kept the picture, how fertile it looks. Look at the picture, how fertile and beautiful it looked. I want it to come back like that. That's why I kept that picture and uh, hope one day it does and hope everyone unite and be happy
1: wonderful mm-hmm. wonderful all right dave Thank you. i'm letting you have
11: the say on this well first of all we have two of the finest ladies from india in our group i have to say that <laughs> i just love both these girls they're, they're just so precious uh, and they remind me of um what what the world could be, you know, and that's what this poem's about, and I agree with you 115%, Jay, that this reminds me of, um, well, it's got Shades of John Lennon in it, and uh, that musical hair, and, and a lot of good stuff out of the 70s and the 80s that came out of the hippie era and all that sort of thing, and uh, we we need to get back to that real bad, and, uh <clears throat> Yes. Uh, you know all of this all this Mickey Mouse fighting and all this Walt Disney garbage that's going on in the world today. Uh, nobody nobody needs it. Uh, you know it's all you know politically driven by greed and power and all this crap. And it's at the expense of the entire human race. And and we don't need it. And we as poets are tasked with mm-hmm. presenting that so that everybody else can see it and read it and and. And maybe learn from it, you know, because I think we're kind yes. of a gifted bunch. <laughs> That's just my thoughts. That was a beautiful, beautiful poem, Tila. Wonderful. Thank
12: you so much. Oh, my God. Thank you. I'm glad that you like it. I but you, Dave. My poem. Yes, thank you. And my poem is like that. I want the people and the country to be like that. And I mean it.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it. It's the the second verse of Aquarius really really gets to me. Harmony and understanding, symphony, sympathy and trust abounding. And that's that's kind of what we, we are, are striving for and that's kind of what this uh this uh poem uh kind of says. Uh Raz, what do you think?
3: Yeah, there's definitely elements here from the sixties. I even see a bit there of Can't Buy Me Love by the Beatles and pointing out while the poet is having their intercession with uh, what there is of a global community to change their ways into a style of war or peace. And uh, one figure which stood out, because there's that specific on warfare having to end. So she mentions tanks. There had been this one Nobel Peace Prize winner uh, years back when uh, Chairman Mao had tried to oppress his people in China, who they referred to as Tank Man, and that one Peace Prize winner stood in front of a tank and more or less demanded them to actually stop bowling on the streets. It's all documented on film from the time period.
11: Yeah, I saw that. I saw that, Gras. I saw that. That was amazing.
12: <laughs> yeah.
1: Great comments. Great comments. Uh, Meta.
12: Thank you.
13: I mean, this poem is kind of heart wrenching because of the fact that you know, when you <laughs> see news about Afghanistan, you know, we tend to just see the 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 religious. Side of it you know and we tend To forget that there's A lot of folks there that you know Don't Want it to be like that don't want it to be Overran by Religious ideologies That take it Too far And Mm -hmm. even though this is kind of political It's It's a a cry out You know it's a crying out for For equality In the world man you know,
2: right?
13: It's heart wrenching. Mm-hmm. I just—that's pretty much all I could say. It's just a heart wrenching. I—I hey, I know
1: Boo wanted to say something. Hi
12: yeah.
1: Boo,
2: how, <laughs> how are you? Good. <laughs> you looks like the infamous Bye.
5: spreader of love and affection, and you know, always positive, always uplifting. I like the beginning where I am, who am I, lost in my own voice. Sometimes you feel like you're just talking to the brick wall, no one's listening, and <laughs> more people need spread this kind of joy because I think so much of the bad stuff gets um, overemphasized, it gets too much attention. But I know there's many good people out there. I see it every day. Yeah. They just need to, you know, we need to spread it some more, and we need to stop giving power and the emotional vampires in the world out there just suck the life out of us yes. and
2: mm-hmm, other mm-hmm. people
5: and you know, spread the bullshit right and um, stick with positive <laughs> people, surround yourself with it and we will <laughs> maybe get there you know, haters always going to hate but you know, just ignore them hold your head up high and we and can um, make a better world that's what I believe, you're very positive and beautiful, <laughs> Keela, and this poem
1: shows Thank that.
12: you. Thank You're you so much back. Thank oh. you <laughs> You're welcome <laughs> All
1: you right uh, Salwa had to leave Because she had to go Teach a class But uh, we're going to oh. Go ahead and play her audio. We're going to play Her audio right now So sit back And yes. uh, enjoy a little Salwa
5: Sorry, Salwa We would have got you earlier I
15: didn't know that you I yeah. I have long dreams me of being Je l'entends rêver D'être night The moon was crying, my lonely eyes contemplating, my heart and soul saw my shaking shadow. Azure hunted me, every hour I heard, dawn singing. Sad flower flee your defeat, chase away your sorrows elsewhere with ink drops. On pale paper, your pain will seduce flowers. Out of forgetfulness, my mental drunkenness gave up. Darkness banished regret. My cold wing, like the one from a winter fly, the fragile bird, touched languidly a desert with a flame. And the naked smile Since breath That saddens Dans une nuit sublime La lune pleurait Mes yeux solitaires Contemplant mon cœur Et mon âme En vue Mon ombre tremblante L'azur m'a hanté A toutes les heures J'ai entendu l'aube chanter Viste fleur, fuit ta défaite, chasse tes peines ailleurs. Avec des gouttes d'encre, sur des papiers blêmes. ainsi ta douleur se tira les fleurs. Hors de l'oubli, mon ivresse mentale a abandonné les ténèbres, a banni les regrets. Mon aile frileuse, comme celle d'un vol hivernal d'un oiseau fragile, Et fleur, l'angoureusement, un désert avec une flamme et un sourire nu, fin souffle, qui est triste Oh,
1: this is absolutely fantastic. It it it's kind of a sadness, but I, but I but it it also um I I look at that last line and Sans is a very uh word S A N S that I love to use. Sands breath that saddens, minus, not including, minus breath that saddens. So you got some form of hope, and there's always a little hope behind what Thalwa writes. So when you take a look at this whole poem, there there is a sad overtone. But I love that, that last line because that always tells who Thalwa is. Um, Tila, what do you think about this?
12: I miss my Salva very much, and uh, <laughs> she she sent me a message, and she she was saying, "Where are you? Where are you?" <laughs> and, I, and I came quickly, you know. I I saw her message, and I came quickly. And I'm so sorry, Salva, but it, it, the the poem is so beautifully written like Salwa, and her voice, each and everything had a, you know, the moon was crying, and yes, but you not here, It's made me cry too. And I see the lonely eyes and heart and soul, um, you know, sh- shaking shadow with a beautiful blue haunted, um, you know, and it's such a beautifulness, and as... Um, um, J.C. just now said uh, uh, that there's a hope of saying yes we all have uh, hope everything is going to be fine and everything is going to be so beautiful uh, we you know, have to be patient and just a little bit of that thing will will come back and in no time you will know that um, the hope what you were saying thinking about it did change okay.
11: So
2: oh, I'm just, um, uh, I'm praying. Wonderful. And
1: Dave, what do you think?
11: <laughs> well, <clears throat> I thought this was beautiful. Um, I, I, <laughs> all Selwood stuff is beautiful to me. <laughs> um, I like this stanza that starts out. It says, out of forget, out of forgetfulness, my mental drunkenness gave up darkness, banished regret. Um, that's a nice combination of words there, and it, and it kind of turns the poem around. It's kind of a pivotal point in the poem, I think. Um, I, I, you know, and in the last stanza, my cold wing, like the one from a winter flight of a fragile a fragile bird, touched languidly a desert with a flame and a naked smile, stands breath that sends. I, I also. Uh, I'm a user of the word "stands" and I like it. It's it it, it sounds good when you use it that way, um, and um, I just thought this was beautiful. Uh, Sela has a really nice way of expressing her heart, and it shows in everything she does. And uh, um, I think it was a beautiful poem.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely, Boo. What do you think? Yeah, can you hear me, Jay? Yep. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I that is on mute. Sorry. This is amazing. This deserves the front page all the way. This is so gorgeous. I mean, everything she writes is beautiful. But this to me I see empowerment, overcoming the shit she's been through. The abuse and the whole just crap that she had to deal with coming through it and coming out the other side and soaring above despite everybody trying to pull you down. Mhm.
1: No, I think um, Did we lose her? I think the boss Boo. her phone was just about ready to die, anyways. So mm-hmm. I, I think we just lost her. Um, Meta, I'm gonna let you have the last say on this, and then I'm gonna put your poem on the board.
13: I think this poem is really beautifully written. Like Dave was saying, uh, the, the way. Solar writes. She always writes with her heart on her sleeve. You know, she's like the ideal poet, you know, she writes about <laughs> feelings and love and emotion. You know. And uh it always comes out in her work and the fact that, you know this is a poem of longing and then you know, and through through dealing with all the the harshness of, uh, harshnesses of life, you know, you come out on the other side, you know, with a smile, you know, and I, and I think that's the way life should be. You know, we go through our ups and downs, but we should always come out the other side, you know, with a smile
6: because it could great always get comment. worse.
13: Yeah. Great, great comment.
1: Meta, you were on the board.
13: This one is called the Skulls of Misfortune. For many generations, so many have died, for no reason at all. So many tears cried, without ever knowing all the reasons why. Left here to witness a loved one's demise. A child's life should be magical and fun, but someone looking into a loaded gun. Nature or nurture? The cycle has begun. The cycle of violence shared by everyone. No one is immune and all have lost. Unaware as a child, the price and cost. The cost of living and carrying your cross. The price being death in this world of loss. Not having a choice into life or throne. Surrounded by people, yet we die alone. Alone in the ground, a sack of bones. Or burned into dust. Into the wind will blown. No more laughing, tears and woe. This life is replaced with a dreary headstone. We become a new bird, singing a different tune. Another casualty among the skulls of misfortune. End of poem.
1: Such a deep and harrowed uh, poem that um, one thing that I I have done in my lifetime is uh, I I look up old uh, grave sites and stuff like that and unique ones and and different things like that. Um, There is one that I found in North Carolina that uh, I'm pretty sure there's more graves around it, but there's only one headstone in it. So when you said – you know, you die alone. You know, you're you're just a bunch of bones in the ground alone. You know, different things like that. I can understand that. You know, uh, <laughs> because I've seen that. I've seen I've seen where people people are like that, and and then the forgotten graves and the forgotten ones. I think that there, there's so much, so much depth in this, and so much understanding, and, and the beginning of it is, is so sad with the uh, with children dying, but but it, it's something that happens, and it's something hard that happens. Um, yeah. You know, so I understand that because you know I lost a child, so it's it very understandable. Um, Raz, what do you think about that?
3: Yeah, there's a deep message here on everyone amounting to these skulls of misfortune when you perceive history and that it amounts to exactly literally what the poet has said, what there is, the price of this tragedy is a world of loss and that we all pay eventually with our death. But it had me thinking on another mic of all these uh, Indian uh, grave sites they have found the last couple of 30 years. In which uh you still have those types of skulls that are unmarked from the ancient tribes coming up and being archaeologically carbon dated and fossilized, thank you
1: great, great comment um Tila, what do you think
12: I think uh Oh, your poem is so deep and beautiful. You carved it so well, and I I really and truly liked it. And I I felt yeah, um, like what you said that um, we all die alone because we die alone. And um, you know, of course, in our uh, uh, being injured, uh we do cremate and everything. So. It's nothing there. There's nothing there, and um, uh, the soul just escapes, and then it takes birth in somewhere somewhere else. And it depends on how, how the um, you know how you've done this life. It depends again. So that's why we, um, you know. But I love the your poetry. It has so much beautiful thing, and it says "carloffness fortune." I love the 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 last part too.
6: Oh
3: nine.
11: Thank you, Oaks, and, Hey. Oh, this was great. Um I really liked the the entire poem. Um there's no one spot in it that stands out to me. It, it's all it all stands out. It's like three dimensional. <clears throat> I know mm-hmm. what you, exactly what you mean about uh grave sites and graves uh gra- graveyards and whatnot. Um, when I was younger, not to, not to belabor the point, but when I was younger, I used to fly hang gliders up in the Columbia Gorge. And, and it was one place called, uh, um, uh, oh, I can't think of the name it. was called the last part of it was Canyon. And, it, and, uh, the gorge consists of a lot of plateaus up there that are pretty high and they have sheer cliffs on them and the wind either comes up the gorge or goes down the gorge. And so we were flying this one site and, uh, uh, anyway, um, I got up a, a couple hundred feet over takeoff, and was flying around over the back side of it, and I noticed these what looked like Indian grave sites around there, and I, you know, all of a sudden I felt like I was trespassing, yeah, and I and I thought, man, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be up there. Pretty soon a state policeman came up and he says, hey, you guys can't fly up here, you know, and. Uh, so anyway, we went down and landed, and and uh, he came over and explained. He was real nice and he explained it to us. And um, I think it was the last time I flew that place. I I just kind of feel like I was honored to to soar, be soaring above it and look down on this and and see that. And um, it really affected me. And uh, so uh, we we posted this thing in the in the club about it, and everybody that was flying there quit flying there. So I thought that was. Okay, but anyway, this is a
1: wonderful wonderful poem. I loved it.
3: Sarah Thank
11: Nevada, three thousand com- BCE. Great comment. What's
3: that, Rev? Sarah Nevada, three thousand BCE. They have those uh fossil remains dating back to that far back from California State. Oh,
1: wonderful comment. Hey, Raz, what time is it?
3: Yeah, I can't believe it's that time again. You want me, of all people, to try and impersonate the comedic genius of Lawrence 67.
1: That is absolutely 100% correct. So, Raz, take it away.
3: All right, here we go. I have to uh actually uh control my focus here. After all, this is some heavy reading. Pee Wee League Championships, Lawrence, 67. The adventures of Nigel the Fat Cat and his homies Alfie and Princess. Nigel. What's up, Alfie? You ready? Alfie, ain't nothing but a thing, Nigel. Let's do this. The theme, playing Eastwood Whistle. so ooh, 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 ooh. And The good, the bad, and the ugly. Nigel. Princess, how is the real looking? Princess. I ain't going to lie to you, Nigel. We... I took some casualties, but my rear is secure. Ain't nothing coming up, my rear. Nigel. Jubo De La Jenga Jr. The third. How's it going, son? Jubo. I took some line drives, but I'm all right, boss. Put me in. Put me in. Nigel. But you don't have any limbs. Jubo. I don't need any stinking limbs. Put me in, boss. Nigel. Well, we're going to have to, okay? Take one for the team. You're low. You got a low center of gravity. Take a walk. Jubo, take a walk. Take a walk. I'm going to hit a home run and win the game. Okay. Batter up. Hey, batter, batter, swing. Nigel, he bunted. Run, Jubo, run. Hi, Jubo. But I don't have any limb Umpire. You're out. Nice try, Jobo. Jobo.
2: But I don't have any limbs.
3: Umpire. That's the game. Old team. Nice try, Jobo. Jobo. But I don't have any limbs.
1: Oh, my, 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 my. What a performance. What a performance. Excellent job, Raz. Oh, where does Lawrence come up with this stuff? He's going to write that in another poem here pretty soon. I can see that. This was just so fun, so hilarious. I love how he brings that forward, and he never seems to disappoint. Amazing, Tila. What do you think about that?
12: Oh, uh, <laughs> Lawrence. He's so funny. He always makes uh, make everyone laugh, and his. Uh, Image is always uh, fun. Uh, whoever's sad or anyone um, feeling very, very, and if they listen to this, the, the smile and the laughter comes to it. And um, he's always mucking around, you know, or playing and, you know, and I, I really liked it. And um, uh, yes, and, and I like the one, I don't know where live. <laughs>
1: Exactly, exactly. And uh, Raz, you read it. What do you think?
3: Yeah, there's definitely a great sense of humor here. Had I seen a chihuahua try to make it a first base, I doubt that they would do anything more but walk off the side of the field and take a piss.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. All right. Before uh, we get Dave's comment and put Dave's piece on the board, I want to thank uh, Raz, Blue, Soul, Sowell, Meta, Teela, and Dave for calling. Jask, Beard, and Irish out on the board. Boo for everything she does. And everybody who wrote for us, thank you so much. We really greatly appreciate it. Dave, your comment for Lawrence, and then take it away. Dave? The button, the mute button. I'm sorry.
11: Yeah, I got it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) I think I figured this out after a while? Uh, Yeah, this uh, animals are a great thing to write about, uh, and uh, love the love the sense of humor here. You know, um, you know, hell, I, you know, I I put him up to bat. What the hell? You know, it's great. Raz, I thought you did a stellar job of reading this. Uh, Really cool. And um, I I love this poem. Uh, I'm going to have to put something special in the comments, too. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good
2: poem. Fun.
11: A lot of fun.
1: All right. Yeah. I once managed managed a uh, women's softball team, and I had this one girl. She couldn't hit to save her life, but – she was the fastest thing that I had out there, so I always put her up when other other people didn't like it, and she would always barely hit the ball to the to the mound, but she'd always make it to first base. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm, I'm a freaking go. genius, right there. All right, we're gonna lose people on the board in about ten seconds, but uh, we will have uh, overtime. So
11: Dave, take it away. That's like okay. to O'Donnell
3: in is- the league of
11: this is, a, uh, this is a, a, a second edition of the first poem that I wrote. It's called, uh, the first poem I wrote was called The Last Voyage of the Desiderata. And this one is a second one. Um, it's called From the Observation Deck of the Desiderata. Before we lost strange Captain Ziverhand, our ship hunting black holes did land, once again in the Virgo cluster, flinching in the might of M87's luster. The captain was a lot like Ahab, Part of the, the black hole he would stab. Coming up on a- M87 and 4.6 light years, Helmsman's advice to Captain Zyverhand advice to steer. Stand us off at 1.62 million miles, Mr. Keegan. Keep us out of the, the eye of its beacon, if you please, Mr. Helmsman. I captain, I understand. Deja vu had hit me too. I felt we'd been here before. Sinking in its reckoning score, Twenty years and nothing more. Captain Ziverhand was quite an enigma, Reading your thoughts without any stigma. You have been here before, Mr. Prophet. I pulled you out of pandemonium and toffit. He sauntered over to the bridge, Some tint on the forward windows a smidge. I want to look into the heart of the night, Into something that's old and something that bites. M87's maleficent red glare Into the ship did pour and stare, Round about its supermassive black hole, its glowing accretion disk took its toll from star wreckage in, million, in millions of degrees. Its light flooded the bridge that it did seize. With its time dilations, all clocks did freeze. Slowed down to a crawl with it, with its frame-dragging ease. I saw the sparkling photon spheres. At first, I thought them bifringent, bifringently queer. Their index of refraction scattered in anisotropy, in electron blues and twinkling ebony, each ring larger than the one below, each ring closer as up they did go. A halo is amethyst-compton scattering. I realized it was just synchrotron smattering. We're sitting in the wake of its ergosphere, drifting in its frame-dragging current so queer, claws of its ergosphere clutching space-time so deeply twists its vortex up forever so steeply. I will strike at thee, O demon of space. I will smote thee from the heavens without a trace, but not today. Not in this way. quoth Cyberhand into M87's red glare. I then left the bridge to be continued. End <laughs> poem.
1: Oh, this is cool. This is actually very cool. Uh, you really took the space travel to the next dimension, um, I love your mentioning of m eighty seven that 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 is just absolutely awesome all this is just brilliant the way you brought this together, mixed in the actual um science behind it, and brought everything into it what a what an amazing job that you did this this is brilliant uh I would love to hear what raz thinks about this.
3: Yeah, I would advise this poet to actually perhaps consider writing science fiction on a serious level. This is a serial that anyone could easily start wondering, where are the parallels of this mission, M87, and uh, how far are they in advanced technology when it comes to a space program that it seems they're using those lasers to actually modify different portions of space like rebuilding a, a galaxy st- straight out of dark matter this is definitely quality work it's on the edge there thank you the top of sci-fi
1: thank you and and tiwa what do you think
12: Oh, my God. Dave, uh, you took us again to a known place, uh, like, boldly, you know, the way the, <laughs> the Star Trek guy says, and uh, your poem, uh, poetry was so beautiful, and here you mentioned that eight, M87 uh, is to do with a French astronomer, and his name was Charles Messier. Uh, and, uh, and also M87 was also the first galaxy central supermassive black hole to be imaged by an RF into four meters. so it's uh, there's a lot of things uh you have mentioned and i have to go through it but it's a beautiful uh and i love it thank you for sharing with us
11: well thank you Tila
3: yeah uh, m87 is
11: one of my my, my favorite messy objects so that's why i put it in there basically <laughs> Yeah, Uh there's a bit
3: of Space 99. Remember that old show they had with Marlon Lando. What I can see of the science fiction, and then you have that extra tone mentioning Desadina. That's a recent one in the genre. So you're talking about a slightly more advanced system from where they had left off from what I'm perceiving in the chronological order of the sci-fi releases. (laughs) <laughs> All right
1: What a wonderful way to end the show uh, This has been Absolutely awesome I'm going to put one more song uh, By Boo out there um, A little Pearl Jam And uh, After that uh, cool. we'll call it a day So here Please we go streaming with, uh, the
3: world for us. Thanks Boo
1: Boo uh, Doing a little uh, better man another day goodbye everybody good night good morning good afternoon wherever you are in the world this is JCA sign off (laughs)